Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 73 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining with me today as we continue with our study of the March the 8th to March the 14th section of this year's Come Follow Me in the Doctrine and Covenants, covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 23 to 26. Uh, and today we're going to finish looking at Doctrine and Covenants section 24, which as uh, a quick reminder was a um, revelation to Joseph Smith and to uh, Oliver Cowdery, which was really to give them comfort uh, in amongst the early persecution that, that the church was facing within its first few months. In verse 6 it says, And it shall be given thee in the very moment what thou shalt speak and write, and they shall hear it, or I will send unto them a cursing instead of a blessing. Now, this is interesting because uh, we have got, obviously, a great blessing in the church that we know that we have the Holy Ghost that can fall upon anyone uh, in their ministering or in their teaching and in the very moments that we shall speak and write uh, we shall be able to hear. Um, President Henry B. Eyring says, I know from, quote, I know from experience what the faith of good people can do to bring words from the Spirit at the close of a sermon. More than once someone has said to me after my testimony, how did you know what I know so needed to hear? I have learned not to be surprised when I cannot remember saying the words. I spoke the words of the of testimony, but the Lord was there, giving them to me in the moment. The promise that the Lord will give us words in the very moment applies especially to testimony. Listen carefully to the testimonies born in this conference. You will feel closer to the Lord. Close quote. This is a, a great point uh, and a really important one because I think some of us, many of us at times feel nervous uh, when we are, you know, given that dreaded white letter perhaps, or perhaps nowadays it's more the dreaded email from the bishopric that, you know, we've got a talk in, in the next couple of weeks or so. And I think that at times we can worry about that. I guess for myself, it's it's less of a worry. I don't, I don't know why. Um, I guess I'm just fortunate with that. But I completely understand that, that it's something that can give people great anxiety. You know, some people would never choose to speak publicly in any setting, never mind at church. But then to speak in front of people who you meet on a regular, on a weekly basis, even virtually, can in increase that anxiety. And then to talk about something that you want to show that you perhaps know something about, but maybe you don't feel confident in your knowledge of. I mean, that's just a recipe for a, for a nightmare in terms of, kind of worrying about something. However, it's a great promise. It's a lovely promise for the Lord that we'll be given things in the moment that we need to, to say say them. I've experienced that on a number of occasions before, uh, mainly during and after my mission. Uh, one of them, you know, that comes to mind was on my mission. And uh, it was uh, when we were teaching a, a small family. It was a mother and uh, her nine, ten-year-old son. And she was less active and he was a non-member. And he, he expressed a great interest to be baptised and she was all for it. She was great. You know, she wanted to support him. But then she was concerned kind of towards the end of the teaching process as the baptism came within a week away and started questioning if he was ready. And uh, I had only been out of my mission a couple of months, a few months by that point. But I felt very prompted and I was like the, the lead companion there because I had a member with me. We were on a, on a member exchange and... Um, I felt prompted to to ask ask him, um, and it was a very strong prompting. 
Um, and so there was all these, these worries being given by the mother. But then I, I asked, well, how do you feel? And he said, as clear as day and as, with great, great strength, I want to do this. I'm ready. Um, and that changed everything. That changed the whole conversation. And, the, and I have no doubt in my mind that the spirit gave me the words to say and, and to uh, ask there. And of course, it's happened you know, many times since. But I guess the question is, how can we know? How can we know that the spirit is guiding us? And again, as we've spoken about quite often with personal revelation in the um, kind of uh, about a month or so ago on this podcast, it's if it feels right, if it feels good, if it feels like it's a positive, uplifting thing to say then it likely is from the spirit. It may be our own thoughts, sure, but more likely than not, our own thoughts have been um, inspired by or directed by the spirit, uh, and that will help us uh, in our discussion. After giving this great comfort to Joseph and Oliver, the Lord then says in verse 8, Be patient in afflictions, for thou shalt have many, but endure them, for lo, I am with thee, even unto the end of thy days. Um we know for certain, you know, looking back on the life of Joseph Smith, that there would be many afflictions to come. Um, Richard G. Scott said this, quote, No matter how difficult something you or a loved one faces, it should not take over your life and be the centre of all your interest. Challenges are growth experiences, temporary scenes to be played out on the background of a pleasant life. Don't become so absorbed in a single event that you can't think of anything that you can't think of, or sorry, that you can't think of anything else or care for yourself or for those who depend upon you. Remember, much like the mending of the body, the healing of some spiritual and emotional changes takes time. Your faith in Jesus Christ gives life an enduring meaning. Remember you are on a journey to exaltation. Sometimes you have experiences that yield more happiness than others, but it all has more. It all has purpose with the Lord. Close quote. When I was studying this quote, obviously my mind naturally went to the the huge trial and, and a difficulty that my family is going through right now with my son and his illness. And um, obviously this is a very long-term illness and it's a, it'll be a number of years before it is, you know, with, with God willing and the doctor's great confidence uh, completely resolved. Um, and so, you know, it's hard to not let something like that take over your life, uh, especially when, you know, you may, you have days to come in a hospital with him. But, what I liked about what Richard G. Scott said there is that is that you shouldn't let the event absorb you so that you cannot think of anything else or care for yourself or for those who depend upon you. And I suppose the difference that we have is that, you know, I have my daughter uh, and, and a living to provide for for my family. And so I am trying to absorb all my efforts in that, knowing full well that all the purposes are to support him through this difficulty and my wife who is with him during the week um you know she is obviously absorbing herself on supporting and looking after him and caring for him not with necessarily the trial itself um and i think that it's obviously a very difficult time but the lord is with us and we have felt that strength and he will help us through it and in five ten years to come uh, we will look back on this and it will still be horrendous to have gone through but um we will hopefully see that you know we've come out stronger together i can see that and feel that already to be honest um so joseph was then told that he wouldn't have physical strength to uh 
uh, to do things necessarily. He said, it says in verse 9, And in temporal labours thou shalt not have strength, for this is not thy calling. Attend to thy calling, and thou shalt have wherewith to magnify thine office, and to expound all scriptures, and continue in laying on of hands and confirming the church. Now, this was particularly pertinent because obviously the Lord is talking about how he's been called to a very spiritual call. And uh, President Dallin H. Soakes said about this, quote, Joseph was attacked physically on many occasions. He was often hounded by false charges. He was almost continually on the edge of financial distress. In the midst of trying to fulfill the staggering responsibilities of his sacred calling, he had to labour as a farmer or merchant to provide a living for his family. He did this without the remarkable, remarkable spiritual gifts that sustained him in his prophetic calling. The Lord had advised him that in temporal labours thou shalt not have strength, for this is not thy calling. Close quote. Joseph had been given a call in life and he knew what that calling was. Uh, and so he had to attend to that. What I found interesting here is that it says continue to lay on the hands and confirm the churches. As um, the background stated a couple of days ago, the baptisms had taken place. But because of the huge persecution that was surrounding Colesville at that time, Joseph had to leave. Uh, and and so a number of people uh, were not baptized, uh, were not confirmed, sorry, after having been baptized. So these people were waiting to receive the, the glorious gift of the Holy Ghost. Um, there is other things, but, not, but those are the main things I wanted to pick out on this. And so do continue to study uh, chapter 24. Tomorrow we're going to move into the wonderful uh, revelation given to Emma Smith. Uh, and yes, how it teaches us a lot about the role of women and how women have a great part to play in this great work. However, I want us not just to focus on the fact that she is a woman. I want us to focus on the fact that she is an individual, a member who received great guidance and blessings and how all of us can receive great guidance and blessings. Just like how when we look at the the example of, let's say, Nephi, who was a male, that all people can learn from him as a male. Um, I'll talk more about that tomorrow. Uh, but thank you very much for listening today. Uh, I do hope that um, you've enjoyed this study. And yeah, uh, please let me know on the usual um, social media or, or email platforms. And until we meet again. <laughs>